0: hey guys welcome back to according to i'm megan sierra this is our first episode that we are recording separately so hopefully it's i know hopefully you guys guys can't tell the difference so we are on um we did do a little test run oh (laughs) the (laughs) leg might be kicking in uh we're on facetime right now so that's how we're doing this Yeah, so we did a little test run yesterday, and we only talked for like a minute or two, but we tried to like, you know, time it together with a clap, and then um, I think that my response after Sierra was pretty good. She did move locations in the house, so hopefully hers has improved too, and hopefully we can have a nice, pretty normal conversation, otherwise we can obviously do some... Uh, We could work around technical difficulties later, but this is the first one, so you'll have to let us know what you think. Yeah, so this episode's going to be pretty low-key. We're going to talk a little bit about our Hawaii trip that we took last week, but probably like not too much because we did record an entire vlog for that, so if you guys want to check that out. But I figure we could talk about things that maybe weren't covered in the vlog. Yeah, we can do that. And then also, today, we had our first clinicals that we have for our six weeks, so we can talk about that. We also posted on Instagram asking you guys to like let us know what you want to talk about related to um the trip our clinicals life whatever so kind of a life update catch-up episode yeah let's start with I guess our weekly spotlights first um let's see it's been a while since we've talked to you guys and I'm still kind of like I know obviously we went to Hawaii so like that was a Mm -hmm. great week but it was kind of a couple days ago at this point that we like finished the trip so let me think of anything else I did go kneeboarding again, actually, for the first time this summer, um, yesterday, and that was pretty nice. I actually was like, it's so hard for me to, for some reason, get myself to go out on the boat and, like, want to do stuff like skiing or kneeboarding, but then once I was out there, after jumping in, because I hate jumping in, um, like, the water was great, and the kneeboarding was fun, so good, yeah. Uh, I have such a random weekly spotlight, but this is also when you're at the lake, I went out on the boat by myself because it was out at the end of the dock. And I was just, like, literally, like, vibing on the boat by myself. (laughs) Like, the sun started, like, going down a little bit. And I was just, like, laying on my back on one of the seats. And I was just, like, in a thought trance. And I was, like, then I, like, felt good a little bit. So I was just – it was nice. (laughs) Nice. Sounds relaxing. Okay. Let's talk about Hawaii. We, of course, do have a whole vlog – It didn't end up being as long as I thought, but it's still pretty long and it covers like a lot of the key points of our trip, but I think what was hard about vlogging that trip was that it was like we were trying our best to like show the important stuff, but also we were trying to like live in the moment a little bit, and when you are trying to balance both, you kind of get like an okay, pretty decent vlog, but not like everything. everything. Are you referring to that one comment? (laughs) I I did see that comment, but I kind of thought that anyways when I was editing, like we would like we were hiking to the waterfall we got to the waterfall i showed the waterfall and That's then that fair. was it i just saw that comment the comment i'm referring to is someone like was like you guys need to like edit well their critique like didn't even make sense they said edit less it was a rude critique and then someone responded and then their response to that was just like you're right yeah, i was rude. I saw <laughs> or like it came off more negative than i meant it to i don't know it was just a weird interesting comment well, I thought it was, um i didn't fully disagree I thought it was weird because like you didn't like, it's not less editing because you literally just put the clips together. Yeah. I think they were saying get more like, clips. Like, there were no other clips. So, yeah. Enhance your critiquing skills. <laughs> okay. We certainly have some highlights, mostly highlights from Hawaii, but there were some lowlights, too. Um, so, first of all, we went to Oahu and we stayed in Waikiki or, like, the Honolulu area, Waikiki Beach. Um, and I think that that was a good call. Because I think that that was a good home base where a lot of stuff was around it. And inevitably, like, there's probably a lot of places you're going to want to go. Specifically on Oahu, but maybe probably any Hawaiian island. um, Where driving is probably going to be necessary. So, like, it doesn't really matter where you stay. But I think that staying in Honolulu was best just because it was by the -hmm. most stuff. I think so, too. And, like, I this is just me, like, guessing. But driving out of Honolulu is easier than driving into it. So, I feel like. But then I guess it depends on like yeah. And did you notice that traffic was so much worse on the other side of the road, like everywhere that we were going? Yeah. So because anywhere that like probably wasn't staying in Honolulu, trying to drive to Waikiki Beach and like the surrounding area, like it was so bad. But when we were in Honolulu, driving, you know, to the North Shore or to somewhere East else, Honolulu. Um, like the sides of the island are like leeward and wayward. That, it starts with a w way i don't know they're just different names i don't know why um but it was just like it was pretty easy it wasn't you know amazing because traffic was pretty bad either way but if you left earlier it was better but like when you're going to the north shore at least like the way that we took most often it eventually becomes a one way a one way well, road so you can only one go way. one so way. fast sorry yeah a one lane road um but it was good Props to Maggie for I driving. I have to say. We, me and Sierra were ready to yeah. switch, but. That's what I was going to bring up is that Megan and I were both under the impression that like we would all three take turns driving. And I don't know if Maggie decided that since she's the one who booked it, like she wanted to be solely responsible or if she just knows that we don't like driving that much. Because she did like hint to that, like, oh, I won't make you guys drive. Like, but I was kind of like, I mean, I would. Would I? But then I was like, I wasn't going to say anything. Because <laughs> I was like, hey, girl, if you're going you <laughs> to keep driving, I'm not going to stop you. She did great well, though. Um, It is, like, frustrating, though. Um, I was the one responsible for directions because Sierra was sitting in the back. And so, you know, I would have the directions to, like, help Maggie know where she's going. And I can only know what the directions are telling me to do. But, like, there were so many times when we would arrive to a location and parking was, like, impossible to come by. And then we would just, like, drive right by because we we don't know what to do for parking. Mm -hmm. And when that happened, it would be frustrating for Maggie because she... You can go. I think that time might be off. Go ahead. Um, I thought it was weird that in, I don't know what is in other states, I think it's mostly similar to how it is in Iowa, but like typically the interstate or highway that you're on is just what you're on and then there's exits that you get off on, on the right. But in Hawaii, it's like, it doesn't even like stay the same road. It's like you have an exit to the left and an exit, quote unquote, to, or an exit to the right and then a quote unquote exit to the left, but it's just the same road. So it's confusing. Yeah like it was just like instead of actually exiting the highway you're just like going in another direction but on the same road you just have to make sure you're either to the left or to the right to go where you want and it just made it a little more confusing and like a lot of the lanes when you're driving like not on like the interstate or something but just like normal roads a lot of them would just like turn into turning only lanes and you'd have to like be aware of that. Um, So just like things like that we weren't fully used to. And, you know, parking lots are nice in Iowa, but parking lots are so far and few um, elsewhere, like, not just Hawaii, but in a lot of places. And that's something that I really take for granted, living in Iowa, because there's free parking pretty much I know. Anywhere, And lots of it. I love it. But, like, obviously, people don't – there's no tourists in Iowa, really. That's why I'm, like, if someone, like, came to Iowa and they were from, like, a really big city with just – they have to pay for parking all the time, or, like, they only have street parking, I feel like they would be, like – Oh, my God. It's like a wonderland of parking spots. Yeah, That's why anytime I go on vacation, like, I loved Hawaii. It was so great. It was beautiful. Um, and we had a great time. But it always does make me, like, grateful to, like, not live in a touristy place. Mm-hmm. I also did see one comment. And you guys can kind of, like, let me know your thoughts on this. One comment kind of made, like, the remark of, like, don't go to Hawaii because, I like, too. they can't handle right- it right now. Um, And, like, I generally don't know enough of the situation to, like, say that what I'm going to say is right. But isn't tourism a lot of what they depend on you know just in general like i'm not saying it's not overwhelming for people that live there i'm just wondering i don't know i mean like i wouldn't say don't go to hawaii i think tourism is a big thing for them but i think maybe the person commenting is saying like don't make it 120 percent capacity or whatever it's not capacity yeah but keep it at hey i didn't know that's what it was until i was there <laughs> keep it at i honestly because we booked it like a month before we left and i didn't look at what their tourism percentage was other things that i would mention would be leonard's bakery if you're not dying to have the donuts for breakfast go in the afternoon the line will be much shorter and they taste and i personally wouldn't get the um filled ones i was gonna say they taste best when they're warm so get like, just the amount that you can eat, like, in one ish sitting. Yeah. Because we had it for breakfast, like, the next day. But they were good. And it was fine. But I was like, mm, it was better when it was warm. Agreed. Anything that you would say pro or con wise in in the whole trip? Um, I think, yeah, the catamaran was fun. And, or I said that wrong, sorry. Catamaran. There's been, like, three different ways that I've said that boat name in, like, the past four years. And I just figured out that it was catamaran. Well, I feel like I kept saying it, and then I'd hear like a different way someone said it, and I'd be like, "Oh, that must be right." And then, because I used to say catamaran, because I I didn't used to say that at first, but I swear I, swore, I swear I heard someone say it like that, and I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." Um, but how'd you say it? Catamaran. Catamaran. Anyway, so those are like those are the sailing boats with the nets and stuff, and I'd never been on one before. And so I was just like, we need to use that boat when we go snorkeling. (laughs) Ideally, it didn't have to be. But um, we did our snorkeling through North Shore Catamaran. And they were pretty good. And it was one of the more affordable ones that I saw. And it was for four hours and they had lunch. So it was like the best combination of stuff that I was able to find. Although be warned, Um, they may not have a life jacket for you. (laughs) We were getting all suited up and stuff. So they're handing out the flippers, the masks the life jackets and there was already one person on the boat that like was going without a life jacket because they were a swimmer and I'm like joking because uh this person was this person was bothering Maggie and Sierra um but they knew how to swim so they didn't need a life jacket I was like okay whatever and so I get my life jacket and I'm like trying to ask Megan like how does this buckle up because I'm a little lost and the like buckle that's supposed to go between your legs and up through the front didn't have any sort of buckle on it so it couldn't like hold me in. And so I was like, um, excuse me, I need a life jacket that has a buckle and they're like, We don't have any more. Are you a good swimmer? And then I was like, Good enough to swim for a half hour <laughs> straight, at least? No. And so then they're like, here's a pool, pool noodle. I thought it would be scary, but it was fine. Here's a poodle. <laughs> Is that what it sounded like? Uh, <laughs> kind oh. of like after you or before you corrected yourself or started saying it again. Um I thought, I thought the snorkeling was fun, but both times I've gone snorkeling, so like this time in the Bahamas, like I struggle with trying to keep my mask not filled with water and that kind of ruins part of the experience of like the calm, relaxing, just, you know, looking at the ocean life because then I'm like, I'm underwater, but then I'm like, my eyes like are burning because water is getting into my mask and I can't breathe because sometimes somehow water is like getting into my snorkel. And then I'm trying to just, like, float long enough to, like, adjust this stuff without somehow getting, like, salt water in my eyes and in my mouth. My mouth was so salty. Like, I couldn't wait to get back on the boat to drink some water because I was, like, so salty. You know what's nice is when you get done snorkeling, you'd be, like, climbing up the ladder. And then one of the workers on the boat would have, like, a bucket of just clean, like, fresh water, tap water. I don't know what it was. And it was, like, warm, too, so it's just, like, you got a nice little shower. Yeah, it was nice. So at first, Megan went in and first. It, I was the first one up, yeah. And she was, like, do you want some water? And I was, like, I like, <laughs> to drink. Like, I'm busy climbing up the ladder right now. I didn't actually say that. That's just what I was thinking, so I was, like, sure. And then, like, before I know it, she's just, like, dumping water on my face. And I wasn't ready for it, but it did feel nice. Yeah, and then I thought it was going to be cold, so then, but then I was, like, I guess this is just what you do. So I was, like, okay. <laughs> and I was, like, oh, that felt good. And I don't know if that's it's like a little shower, just like it off nice. the salt that's in your face or what. But they didn't tell me why. Um, other highs and lows. I feel like Pearl Harbor, we probably didn't do justice, but I'm not really like mad about it. Um, like if we would have cared more about what we did, we probably would have planned it more in advance. Because there's like certain things you can do, but you have to like plan in advance and make sure you get a ticket for it, or you show up super early. And we didn't really do that, but or. It was all fine. Honestly, I just think you need to do it on a day that's not blisteringly hot. Like, that entire week we were there was, and we had expected there to be indoor stuff, AC, and there just wasn't. There's some indoor stuff, but it was open air. Hawaii likes to combine indoor-outdoor. Yeah. Which is good, but it's like you can't escape the heat. Yeah. Like, the restaurant we ate at afterwards no ac like it was inside like literally felt like i was like oh this is nice because we're in we're inside but it was at least shaded that's half the battle um if you're looking for best swimming beach at least out of the ones that i went to kailua beach i would highly highly recommend it was an amazing swimming beach because a lot of the other beaches you have to kind of be wary of um like waves and it just being a little bit more rough but that water was like perfect absolutely no waves we even saw a sea turtle like five feet from us and I although wish- then like as soon as we saw it it just went underneath and it was gone i wish we'd have gotten a better look at it because i was like oh my god like this is so cool I got a decent look and then it was gone um other than that that's kind of some of the highs and lows I feel like someone in the vlog commented about how, like, they were happy that we showed, like, the annoying stuff in the trip, too, which is mostly, like, the Leonard's Bakery and (laughs) Pearl Harbor Day. And that was my goal with, like, continuing to vlog and not just, like, being annoyed and not vlogging. Um, I feel like when you go on vacation, at least one day is probably going to be like that. And that was our day. Yeah. Um, Unless you have anything else you're dying to talk about explicitly, I can start going through some of the Instagram talking points that people want us to touch about. do you want to do questions or do you want to c- talk about clinical i mean this is like related to hawaii stuff did you want to do all of it last okay well if the questions about hawaii then we can okay. do hawaii um someone said faith places to eat in hawaii so i have to say we did not try out that many like local restaurants but oahu mexican grill that was good i liked it at least it was good in our defense it was so busy there that stuff had ridiculous lines so we kind of had to settle for what we had Um, i'm trying to think so i would definitely recommend sunrise shack if you're there honestly the line wasn't that long and they had really good smoothies that we tried we both we all got the tropical smoothie and i highly enjoy they're probably more known for like acai bowls but i've never had an acai bowl and i didn't really want to didn't want to venture there today or not today but you know Oh my gosh the pizza place on north shore oh yeah um god what was that called so good you can see it in our vlog because i can't remember the name of it right now stone stone bake had stone in the name it's like wood fired well, or stone stone baked. Baked. i don't know <laughs> that was the name it was yeah. such good pizza i think it was like made it with really hemp was. flour he like pointed that out so because at first i'm gonna be honest when he said like hemp something i was like is this weed pizza so i was like i was really confused. <laughs> But then I was like, I don't think so. Um, Let's see. We also ate at... So, yeah, we had a Wahoo Mexican Grill multiple times just because it was tried and true. It was close to our hotel. And when we couldn't think of anything else to eat, it it had our back. We also did eat at A Teddy's Better Burgers. And that's just a fast food place that... It's actually in five states. We thought that it was only in Hawaii and, and Iowa. And when I went on their website... It said that, but then on like their Wikipedia or something else, it mentioned five states, so I don't know. But they have one in Iowa City, um, and we had it before, so we were like, okay, we just needed something quick. Yeah. We tried that; it Your was good, but again, not like something run super of special restaurant. There was one night we didn't even like eat dinner. Yeah, I was kind of mad. I about was that too, because what if Maggie was mad too? Here's the situation: <laughs> we were all mad. Here's the situation: um, it was a little bit; it wasn't really anyone's specific fault. But I was mad at you, mostly. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who you were mad at. But I, my laptop, for some reason, when we were there, it would never let me connect to the internet. It just wouldn't let me. It never got past the, like, when hotels have, like, a pop-up to connect, it wouldn't even bother doing that. So I was trying to get on my laptop because I was like, okay, I'll try and order food. Um, and I was going to use, like, Grubhub or something. And we were going to see what our options were. And so, again, my laptop was sitting out. It just wouldn't load. And I had told Sierra something along the lines of, like, well, my laptop won't load. And this is, like, again, my fault because, like, I didn't communicate, like, okay, so you should yeah um, order dinner. But then I was still just trying to, like, wait for lunch. And obviously, like, you didn't do anything. You weren't like, okay, let me get my laptop. And I was so tired that I started falling asleep and was just, like, passed out. But I still wanted to eat. So when I woke up, it was, like, 9 o'clock. And Maggie and Sarah were like, "I guess we're just not eating dinner." They both got like some chips that we had. Called it a night, and I was like, "Well, it's, it's too late now." Well, I, from my recollection, what you said is true. But when <sighs> you say my laptop's not loading, that doesn't tell me anything. You didn't say, you didn't think to yourself. You just don't. You mind. Could just said, "Could we try your laptop? Could we try your phone?" Like you're just like, it's not loading. Okay. I just wonder why you didn't want to problem solve beyond that. Why didn't you problem solve? My laptop had a hard enough time loading during that trip. Anyways, we didn't eat that night. I had a bag of chips. I woke up, had a bag of chips, and then I was just like, okay, I'm going to go back to bed. Um, we also ate at the nice restaurant we ate at. It was called Il Lupino. Um, and it was an Italian restaurant that was, like, a 15-minute walk from our hotel. It was still, like, on the, like, main boardwalk, if that's what you want to call it, like, next to Waikiki Beach. And it was in, like, this, like, shopping center area. I will say that probably would have been, like, worth walking to and checking out, um, like, during the day or some other night. But we only really made it down there when we were walking to dinner. Here's a fun little story that we didn't include in the vlog. So when we were walking to dinner, um, Maggie was, like, saying something to us as we were getting ready to cross the street of like did you see those guys like looking at us or maybe she said like looking at me I don't know I was not paying attention to anyone around us so I was like no and then as soon as we started crossing the street I could hear like a bunch of or like a group of guys um behind us just like kind of like making a ruckus (laughs) like (laughs) a ruckus yeah I was like what's the word I'm looking for and so um I started to like get the inkling that that was related to what Maggie was saying. It sounded like a group of guys hyping their other guy, f- like, to go up to... Obviously, it ended up being Maggie, but I didn't know who it was going to be or, like, what I was thinking um, beforehand. But this guy just, like, ran up as, like, we're in the middle of the crosswalk to Maggie and is, like, can I get your snap? He's and got- then she said something along the lines of, like, like I have snap a code in and hand, it was just, like, like, on his phone, pulled up, ready yeah. to go. In the middle of the crosswalk. It was kind of funny. Uh, but then when she said that, it was just, like, you know that one vine where it's like everyone just be like oh like <laughs> yes that's what the group of guys sounded like when that when he got turned down i respect his hustle though there was also the first day we were there we were on the beach it was like the same day we actually arrived in hawaii we didn't have anything planned um but we were just like okay let's go on the beach cuz we're in hawaii let's do that and so we're just relaxing the sun is setting we're on our towels and there's three guys. It's funny because Maggie specifically made a comment about these guys. They had this like portable speaker that they were just like blaring music to, and they walk um in one direction and like they're walking away from us. And as they walk by, like Maggie makes a comment of just like that's annoying or like I don't know exactly what she said, but that's what she said. And like, we're like gone. it was in reference to the speaker then, like- that they were carrying. Yeah. Then 15 minutes later, maybe they are walking back past us. And they do walk past us, but then, like, I could tell their speaker had like stopped progressing, and like <laughs> this is all based off of what us. is the what is that sound effect? Like, you know, oh, the Doppler effect. This is all based on Doppler effect, guys. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, me hearing things. Um, and so I'm kind of like, you know, not that I think I'm hot stuff <laughs> or anything, but they stopped moving, and like, there's no one else their age in the area, and or so, so you think. I don't even know how right? old they were. Yeah. This is the weird part. Um, So then they end up coming back up. T- like, they they weren't at us. They don't come back to us. They just come up to we us. We have to say what you could and hear. There's, like, a leader guy. You can take it over. I don't really remember like, much else. Like, we are all, like, laying, laying down. down. I and specifics. I thought it was funny because Megan made the comment that, like, as she was laying down, she could just, like, hear the music getting, like, louder as it was, like, approaching us. And then, like you said, they had some sort of, like, leader guy just, like, between the three of them. And... It was weird because he was, like, I don't remember if he asked, like, where we were from first. And we were, like, Iowa. No, I think he said, how old are you guys first? Okay. Well, then we said 21. And this is what was confusing. Because if you guys know me, Megan, and Nike. definitely, at least I thought, older than us. Then they were, like, we look pretty young, okay? I think. Not, like, super young. But just, like, if people say, like, if we say we're 21, people are, like, oh, I say you look like you're 17 or 18. That's kind of, like, the vibe that we give off. Yeah. And so I was under the impression like there's no way these guys think that we're like super like older than 21, but then I like got the vibe that they were like maybe 25, 26. I don't know. I don't really remember. 24, 25, 26. Who but knows? like they seemed shocked that we were like. I swear they thought we were older, which is what confused me because they were like, oh, well that's at least drinking age. So like they probably thought we were older, but I'm just like, and it's just what weird world? to us because none of us think that we look older than. um so that was the first but then it turned so awkward so fast because we clearly were not acting acting interested in them at all and so after that like we're just kind of silent they're standing there the one guy's like okay so where are you from and we say Iowa and then he starts being like so why like what brings you to Hawaii like why leave I don't know what exactly he said but he made it sound like as if like why would we be in Hawaii if we like are from Iowa and we were kind of like because we're vacationing probably like you are i don't know he worded it weird and then the one guy like since he said something about cornfields which i don't care about like i don't care that he said that but then his other sidekick guy was like why are you like uh, being rude to them now then they quickly left after that yeah they're like (laughs) okay (laughs) bye abort it was weird um beyond that anything else ho- what was the qu- how what question did we get started well, i was on? gonna say like places to my eat my next <laughs> question is going to be craziest thing that happened on your trip because i was maybe gonna like bring up those stories but you already brought this up so someone else asked about what well, their experience go. of our second time traveling you know how it's a crazy story should we tell mom's crazy story yeah let's do that just briefly okay. so our mom you take it away uh we were like we just saw her over the weekend megan's with her right now And we were talking about Hawaii. And our mom went to Hawaii for her senior uh, high school spring break trip. And she mentioned that her and her friends had met... I don't know if it was a group of guys, but there's one guy specifically who was, like, just a traveler type. Like, he was, like, from Europe, I think, but going across the U.S. And, like, hitchhiking everywhere, blah, blah, blah. So she meets this guy, and he's from France because they call him Pierre, even though that's not his name. But, like, that's what they called him, her and her friends. And so... I have no idea what my mom told him in terms of her address. and I know this sounds weird, but uh, a couple months later, Pierre is ringing her doorbell, like which is our grandparents' house because she was in high school and Pierre is just standing in the front door and he's like something like, I heard like, does Gail live here? And my mom was like, what? And so again, I do not know what my mom freaking told him like, how he, like, got that address, <laughs> and I don't know if she remembers that much either, but, like, she said she was from Urbandale, I don't know, maybe he, like, looked up in the phone book, because he was, like, passing by in the area since he was, like, traveling across the U.S., I guess, and then they had him over for dinner, I think, and it was funny, a little, like, side note to that story with, I guess, where he's from, they call, um, ditches banks, and so my grandpa was, like, where's your suitcase, like, where's your stuff, and he's, like, oh, I left it in the bank, and so my grandpa was, like, Oh, he, like, went to, like, the Bank of America or something and, like, dropped his stuff off. So he's, like, going to take him to the bank to get his stuff. But it was just in a ditch in front of their house. Yeah. So there's our mom's crazy story. I know. She said that. And I was like, we've never Next heard this question. Before. I know. I was like, that's, like, the most interesting story you've ever <laughs> told me. Um. Okay. Experience traveling related to COVID. Okay. Um. Overall pretty good experience uh, we've gone to like Florida and Hawaii now um and the biggest issue honestly has been just like plane delays and stuff and issues with our planes because you guys didn't get to see this in the vlog um uh, because we ended the vlog in Hawaii but we originally were supposed to have a flight that left Hawaii and departed at three o'clock and we were going to end up back in Omaha because that's where we flew out of instead of Des Moines because it was cheaper. Um, and we were supposed to end up back in Omaha the following day at, um, noon central standard time. So our plane was already delayed like an hour from when it was supposed to take off before we even boarded. But then we got boarded. Everyone was ready to go. Everyone had their plane or everyone had like their bags loaded, sitting down. And then everyone got a text if they had notifications turned on to like send text to their phone regarding like the flight and updates. And so it was saying, You know like we all got a text being like okay you're gonna have to deboard the plane and the plane's now going to take off later at seven o'clock because there's like something they have to fix on it and they weren't going to be using that same plane and so they were going to like bring in another plane and so then eventually the flight attendants are like saying the same thing and everyone has to get off the plane so that was kind of annoying just because we had like issues flying um from des moines to florida too with our plane and so i was like really again um so then we're waiting we get off the plane we get in line to kind of figure out rebooking and we're also kind of trying to look up options just because I know they're going to have options up there and they're probably smarter than I am but the least I can do is try and figure out what the possibilities are but as soon as we get in line uh, we pretty much immediately get texts that are rebooking us and we all booked ourselves separately for this trip because we each paid for our own ticket and so I'm looking at like what I got rebooked on because we all got texts at the same time so I'm assuming we all got rebooked like with the same situation because our flights originally were the same and so Sierra starts talking about Chicago and I guess originally I'll let you guys know we were supposed to fly from Honolulu to LAX from LAX to Houston Houston to Omaha so three flights um it's gonna be a five hour flight a three hour flight and a two hour flight which I was kind of looking forward to just because on the way there we had a seven hour flight um, and I was kind of looking forward to having it get broken up a little bit more Um, looking back, I do think that the longer flight we got was a blessing in disguise, but Sierra's talking about Chicago, and I'm so confused, because I'm looking at my flight that I got rebooked on, and it was telling me I was going to Houston, and I was just like, what are you talking about, Sierra? Like, (laughs) Chicago what? And so I'm looking at Sierra's phone now, and I'm like, you and Mike, you're on the same flight, like, you got rebooked somewhere, and you're leaving earlier, and I was supposed to leave out of, like, uh, out to Houston with a 715 flight, and I was like, what the heck? I don't want to be separate from you guys. So then we look at the gate that they're supposed to take off from of, or take off from because their flight leaves at leaves at 5:15 and it was already like 4:30 probably at that point. Um and so we go over to that gate. I ask if they can put me on you the really flight. You really had like a fire in your soul. You're like, well, "Let's yeah, go." to like, <laughs> "I'm getting on this flight." And it was it they boarded soon. And so I was kind of nervous cuz I was just like, "What if it's full and that's the only reason like they could get two people on?" Luckily, it wasn't a problem. They got me on the flight pretty easily so we all had to sit separate though and it was an eight-hour flight and we were all sitting separate um but it ended up being fine I actually like managed it pretty well I think but it was just like kind of annoying because it was a red-eye flight and I could not get comfortable to save my life like to actually fall asleep for like any good period of time yeah I was sitting in the middle of two people again like two random strangers because we weren't sitting together and Which I'm like s- we should no, get a like, refund for t- paying for our seats. Yeah. Um we were like well, I was sitting next to two guys. I think one must have been like 14 and the other I don't know, could have been anywhere between like you have to tell them 26 about yeah, okay <laughs> so Well first of all, my like both of these this guys This is so unnecessary. Using both of the armrests and so I was just like squished in my own little corner like not corner because I was in the middle, but, like, squishing myself together. And you know the headrests, how they, like, tilt and stuff so you can, like, cocoon your head or whatever? Yeah. I, like, tilted that, and I was, like, trying to use that as a pillow, and I was just, like, <laughs> trying to sleep for, you know, my eight-hour flight. Um, but they come around with, like, the flights right now during COVID. They give everyone a plastic bag with a water bottle and then, like, a little biscuit wafer thing. <laughs> and this is so funny for no reason. <laughs> but... We, like, got our – everyone in my row got, like, our little bags and stuff. And I don't like the little wafer thing, so I was like, whatever. I just set my bag down on my tray. And the 14-year-old or whatever next to me, without saying a word, like, he just (laughs) holds up the little biscuit to me. He doesn't say anything. And so in my mind, I'm like, is he offering me this? And so then I was like, no, thanks. Like, I don't want it. And he just takes it back. so funny to me. No words. I guess this isn't that funny, but the person next to me, I think she was probably, I don't know, I'll say 24, 25. She seemed around my age, Um, and she was sitting in the middle, and this had been probably within an hour or two of landing, so it was, like, kind of getting to be, like, they're trying to acclimate everyone to, like, morning time now or whatever, and so they're going around, they're doing, like, the drink thing again and I didn't want anything because I had a pop that I had bought so I didn't need anything else and the person next to me like <laughs> I could hear so funny, her for no reason too. I could hear her but the person who was doing the drinks couldn't hear her and so the person was asking her like do you want anything to drink and she was like do you have coffee but like no projection whatsoever the flight attendant couldn't hear her so the flight attendant was like I'm sorry what I couldn't hear you and then without changing her voice whatsoever she was like do you have coffee? And then the flight attendant was like, I'm just, I'm sorry. I can't hear you. And so the person was just like, you know what? Never mind." <laughs> and it kind of made yeah, me mad. So I was like, you want coffee? Just like say it a little louder. Yeah. Uh, and I say that as someone with projection issues. Like but I like to be like, projecting my voice, but you've got to yell a little bit if you have to, I wouldn't like literally say like, don't worry about it. Like that's your only chance, girly. Get your yeah. coffee. It's free. So, yeah, those were mm-hmm. kind of, like, anything else COVID-related for flying. I was I will say, I was so much more nervous about, like, COVID testing stuff prior to, like, going to Hawaii in terms of, like, stuff not getting through. But it ended up being, like, I swear they didn't even look at our tests. Maybe it, like, already was approved, like, on our tickets when they scanned them. And so, like, maybe that's where it came through. But the only thing that we had to do separately was when we got to denver when we were flying out we had a, fl- a flight from omaha to denver and then we we're going denver to honolulu and we had to go to a little hawaii stand and you have to fill out a travel health questionnaire beforehand which is not related to your COVID test at all and you get a qr code for that and they scan that and give you a wristband so you can like forego that in hawaii So, again, I'm sure you need a COVID test because they, like, make you have it, and it was, like, something we had to upload, and maybe it got checked off before, like, I even knew it, and it was, like, somehow in our tickets. I don't know, but. Yeah, but, like, when we landed in Hawaii, as long as I saw your wristband, you were, like, just normal, getting off the plane, get your baggage, like, all that stuff. So, that was interesting because I didn't really know when the COVID test came into play. I don't want to, like, say it was a hassle to, like, do all of this stuff beforehand, but, like, it's quite the checklist of stuff you have to do to, like, yeah make sure you have it all done. And for some reason, like, on our app, it wouldn't let, like, we would submit our COVID test, but it didn't do the thing it needed to do to, like, go to the next phase of getting it checked. So we had to go online and search, like, Travel Ready Center with United and, like, just go press the button in that section online because otherwise it wouldn't do it. Yeah, even though, like, we tried to do it on the app and it was like no yeah nothing happened um so just like making sure you have your ducks in a row for like somewhere like Hawaii, where they have some extra um things in place that was kind of different obviously but pretty much anywhere else within the u.s is like doesn't require that thing or doesn't require anything covid specific All right, I say we give our last final thing related to Hawaii should just be like, what are our like final thoughts? Were there any anti-maskers around you? I'm pretty sure on both flights, or like, I definitely had to hear a lot of the flight attendants being like, "Make sure you keep your mask like above your, or over your mouth and nose." And there was one guy literally on the flight that we were about to um, take to leave. um, It ended up getting canceled, obviously, because we all had to get off the plane. But like the, I don't know if you heard. The flight attendant, but he literally was starting to say like, I could, ki- like, kick you off the plane right now. Blah, blah, blah. And I was kind of like, oh my god, like... I did not anyways. hear that. So, yeah. No, I think everyone that I was around was pretty compliant. Alright, so anything else Hawaii-related? Final word of advice. I would say if you... I'll do, like, for Oahu specifically, but I would imagine it'd be kind of similar for other Hawaiian islands. I think that... Getting your own form of transportation is a good idea because... And you should do it in like, advance. Yes. Do it in advance. You don't have to pay as much as we did. Um, but I just think that... Like, I envisioned, like, just wanting to go to Hawaii and, like, relax and stuff. Like, go by the beach. But I think with Hawaii, like, there's so much to do. And it's kind of, like, all over the islands. Yeah. feel so, like you're really missing out if you just stick to your resort. Which we didn't even stay, like, at a resort, per se. But even if you, like, were to go for a resort... I just feel like Hawaii is so much more than that. I agree. So, feel free to just explore the wonders of the island and not just, like, sticking to a resort. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, right. I want to hear all about your first day of clinical. Walk me through it. Okay. So, I woke up bright and early this morning at 4.45 a.m. because, um... For my clinical, I had to be there at 7 a.m. It's about an hour away. So that already meant that I had to leave at 6. But I wanted to leave a bit, a little bit earlier just so I could, like, you know, make sure I was getting to the right place, getting the right parking spot, all that stuff. So then I was like, okay, I want to leave at, like, 5.40 or something. So that gave me about an hour to get ready. Um, and I had to, like, pack my lunch this morning, too, because I didn't do it last night. And I just I had a lot to do this morning. Like, I was pretty pressed for time, honestly. <laughs> Straightened my hair, did all that. And my drive was pretty good. Didn't have any issues. I thought uh, my drive, just to interrupt you, was, like, not too bad either way. Yeah, not if you thought thought Yesterday, he was like, well, do you know how you're, like, getting there? And then I told him, like, what? Grandpa told me a way to get there. And I was like, guys, I'm just going to use my freaking phone. Like, yeah. you guys are telling me take this road to this road, and then you'll be in Knoxville. And I'm like, I will use my phone and take whatever way he it says it's the fastest. <laughs> so. Did you get yeah. your Apple and watch hooked like, up? To my phone, yeah, yeah, but I put it on do not disturb because it was like making a lot of noise this morning. When I was like, I had to turn the direct or turn the like sound notifications off when I got to the parking spot because it was hooked up to my phone. So the directions, no, yeah, that's were what I was gonna ask you watch. about and would like, it, shut it vibrate up. your wrist? Yes, it, I kind of like that. <laughs> it would be okay. like okay, yes, this as is the right turn. now. As of right now, I just don't know if I'm like sold on the whole Apple Watch thing. Like, I have no desire to hook it up to like anything else. I'm not wearing it right now. I'm not wearing mine either right now. I wore it to work and then took it off. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, did you get a badge? I did. It's in my car now. I got a badge because they told yeah, me I don't have to wear my car. Iowa badge. I can just wear the badge they gave me. Yeah. Did you? It's probably either, the same badge <laughs> we're working at yeah. the same place. My, well, same same contracting contractor place. Um, my CI gave me a little like uh, zippy thing for my badge. Well, so mine like had that connected, cord. yeah. Okay. I'm like, oh, sweet, I finally have one of these. Um, so the first hour, honestly, was just like from 7 to 8.15, I think is when the first patient got there, was just us kind of like talking, showed me around the gym. We have a pretty nice gym at the hospital. It's pretty nice. big. And then he showed me around the inpatient side of things. Uh, and then I got my, like I had to do some HR stuff and get my badge and stuff. And then I actually feel like I did a good job of, like, a little bit, like, step out of my comfort zone here and then, like, kind of also just, like, observe when I wanted to. We had a couple, like, I don't say, like, basic patients, but just, like, a couple total knees, a couple rotator cover pairs. So it's, like, more run-of-the-mill, like, Mm -hmm. protocol, protocol kind of stuff. And so I felt like I got to do a lot of, like, leading exercises and stuff with those patients. And I did, like, a great job asking questions, honestly, which is something that if you guys have listened to the podcast, you know that I uh, tend to struggle with that, and then, uh, like, by the last patient, I'm so proud of myself for this, which I know, like, is probably dumb, but, like, the last patient for the day, it was, I think, yeah, she was a total knee, and he was, like, do you want me to do this one, like, and take charge, or, like, do you want to, and, like, at that point, I was, like, it'd be nice for, like, the last hour if I just, like, didn't, like, if I could just, like, kind of turn my brain off, but I was, like, okay, I'll do it, so then I took charge, and I pretty much, like, ran her whole appointment, Oh, good for you. She was pretty much only there to like do her exercises and like stretches and stuff. So So did you just follow like their exercise list? Yeah, there was a she with uh, all the stuff that they did the last time she was there. And so I would show her stuff and do all that. He was just watching. Would you like to hear about my day? No. (laughs) Just kidding. I'll tell you anyways. So, I woke up at 5.45, because I didn't have to be in until 7.45 today. Um, So, I woke up. I got breakfast. I decided to eat it out um, on the deck, you know, by the lake, enjoy the sunrise. Lucky you. (laughs) Then I even read for 10 minutes, because I had time to kill. Um, And then I made my lunch. I just had, like, when we were at Target yesterday, um, me and Mom just got, like, a couple pre-made lunches. So I got like three of those to get me through most of the week. And so I just like put that in a lunchbox and then a water bottle and a clementine or a cutie. Did you get a lunchbox from Target? Yeah. And then... We forgot ours in Iowa City. Yeah. How annoying. Because I don't need another lunchbox. And then I got changed, headed out, had a pretty decent drive. It wasn't too bad. And then I ended up at the hospital, and I was, like, told what entrance to go in, and there's like, a temperature thing that I had to do first, um, and I ended up going in there, and then someone was, like, at the temperature scanner thing, um, like, also trying to get in, so I ended up finding out that she's, like, a PTA student that is also there, like, the same time I was, so it was, like, most of our first day we were trying to, like, figure out the temperature scanner That's thing fine. together, um, so then we both walked in together, and she was with the PTA most of the day, and I was with my um, PTCI. Um, and so let's see, I think that when I first got there, it was, um, like my, CI was finishing up with a patient and then same thing. We kind of had just like, um, her walking through with stuff like with us at first. Um, so she kind of gave us like a little bit of a tour of the hospital, but like, it's a pretty small hospital and we didn't actually venture into like the inpatient area. She just like pointed out where it was, but I do think like I'll probably have the opportunity to shadow that more specifically at some point um just I didn't today and then um a lot of my patients today or like not my patients but like a lot of the patients that I saw today were like pretty um standard like you were saying I had a couple total knees and so I would try to like take charge on like some of the exercise stuff like she'd ask me to but like the problem was that I would read stuff and I wouldn't understand but then like if she'd explain it to me I had to explain the exercise to the patient because I would understand what she was saying but like they Mm -hmm. use abbreviations and i'd be like what exactly are you talking about like they have their own name for stuff um or like with some patients she um would decide like oh no like we need to progress them past that so then like she would end up deciding like what exercise to do and then like would inevitably kind of like start leading them through it you know Mm -hmm. so there wasn't like necessarily a whole lot of opportunity for me to just like follow a sheet um but i did do some like with like a parkinson's patient um she was pretty functional Um, And she, like, just went there pretty consistently. Like, today was her 210th visit um, just because she goes consistently. Um, And so, like, they did a lot of balance stuff with her today. So, I came up with, like, a couple things for balance to do. And then I will say I got to see someone with complex regional pain syndrome today. Oh, really? Which, um, if you guys don't know, it was interesting. But still, it's just, like, it's so... There's not, like, that much like, that they can do. Like, how do you treat it? Yeah. Um, like, a lot of it's focused on desensitization, but it really depends on how the patient's doing that day. Like, the day, or the last time she came, um, she apparently did really well. Like, there's a specific area that's bothering her that, like, forces or kind of, like, sends more pain, like, down her arm. And so, last time, the PT was able to massage that, and it didn't bother her, um, and she felt a lot better after. But today, like, the massage is, like, too painful for her to do. So, I tried it for a little bit, but then it, like, made it worse. Um, and it wasn't, like... She wasn't in, like, agonizing pain. But, like, it's not something you want to continue to aggravate. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting because it was, like, her right side was the problem. Um, and the PT I was shadowing so that she's never seen it start to, like, switch sides. It's usually, like, half the side of the body. Um, but, like, the, her problem side now is, like, it seems like it's going to her left side, too. So, that was interesting. interesting. Um, and it's, like, you would literally, like her right side of her face um, is, like, droopy a little bit more, and, like, with um, the massage, like, it starts to aggravate stuff again, and so you can just, like, see that her face would get, like, a little bit more swollen, like, as it's happening. Like, not anything crazy, but, like, you Hmm. could see that it's changing. And then, like, the left side also, like, her new problem side, um, it would make it so, like, her uh, thumb, she, like, couldn't move it. It was, like, swelling up a little bit. Again, like, not, like, ballooning up, but just, like, enough to make it problematic um so like in like we didn't really like get anything done she was too like sensitive today but you kind of still have to document and say like justify that they benefit from pt somehow Mm -hmm. just kind of did you have it sucks do you have any inpatient patients today no did you we had one that we went to supposed to go to her twice but then she was showering the second time so we didn't but we just pretty much she was sitting in the chair so we like had her stand up for a little bit and then since she was using the she was using the commode as her primary like uh bathroom and so we like tested her walking with her walker to the bathroom two times and then cleared her for going to the bathroom with uh nurse assistants I did do, like, in terms of me actually doing stuff today, um, there was someone who came in and, like, they had rotator cuff surgery. Um, and they were pretty far out, like, um, but they hadn't done strength yet. Um, so I took over for soft tissue massage. And I actually felt like I was doing it pretty well. But I will say, like, oh, my God, my arm gets so tired. Like, my forearm. Yeah. Whew. It was hurting. And then... I like we didn't do... A lot of like manual stuff. We mostly did exercise, which is like nice for me in the sense that, like, you know, less work for me. Yeah. But also, just like we've had those skills, skills like that we've learned in class. So it'd be nice to get to practice. And then those after that, point. I did ultrasound on the front of her shoulder. I didn't have to come nice. up with the settings. Like, I was kind of you like, <laughs> oh my God. Once she like shows showed me the settings, I started remembering stuff again. But yeah, she just like kind of showed me what the settings were and was like, okay, put some gel on and hit put start. Put some gel on and go for it. Yeah, I feel like I really liked how my clinical went tonight. My freaking shoes hurt. Really? Mine were good. Yeah, like hurt as in like my left just to stand or blistery, blistery like on the back Oof. of my left foot. I'm like, oh, I don't know how. Like, so what are you gonna do I don't know tomorrow? Well, Band-Aids. Here's what's confusing, not confusing, but like he said that we can wear like nice tennis shoes if they're clean. So I'm like, do I wear my tennis shoes? But I think like that little bit kind of dumb. Yeah, <laughs> so I, it I don't would. Know. But like, they hurt a lot by the end of the day. Like I was like trying to like, I was walking awkwardly. <laughs> like it hurt. <laughs> you need to get the Dr. Scholl's shoes. Well, there's absolutely no break in for me. Like no breaking in necessary. I don't know why every slip-on pair of shoes that I get requires extreme break-in. Yeah, that's what sucks about it. Okay, that was kind of my clinical, though. I'm trying to look through any specific questions that we may have gotten about clinicals, but I think most of them were about Hawaii. Uh, Someone said, or someone asked, "Um, what are your clinical hours like? Is it similar to a 9-to-5 job? The answer to that is yes. Uh, It's variable for every student in our class based off of the specific clinic and CI that they're working with. So, Megan, you can set your schedule and I can say mine. So, for me, Mondays are my longest day and they're typically going to be like 7, although today I didn't have to go into 7.45. That was just like a first day exception. Um, And then to 4.20. And then I get like an hour or 45 minutes for lunch. And then on my other days, it's usually going to be 7, to 3, 10, which I like. I like that I get off around that time. And then on Thursdays, I have a half day, so it's 7 to 12, 10. Um, Although this week, I'm getting kind of lucky, and since I follow my CI's schedule, she has, like, a doctor's appointment tomorrow, so I work a half day tomorrow and Thursday, I'm pretty sure. And that's just because I get kind of lucky. But anytime like, my CI has, like, an exception or something... Or, like, let's say she did mention to me today, like, if she doesn't necessarily have, like, a morning patient, maybe she'll, like, let me come in, like, later. So, like, there's going to be on-the-fly kind of exceptions, but I am working, like, her normal schedule for the most part. Yeah. Um, My schedule is much more regular than Megan's. So, Mondays and Tuesdays, I will do 7 to 4. Wednesdays Thursdays I'll do eight fifteen to five and then depending on if the Friday is an even or an on Friday then like it will be like either of those two options. So I will but say though today went by fast for me like I was I thought fatigued, it did too, so I'm like it was really lunchtime hoping and I was like that continues. Yeah, it was lunchtime and I was like I've been here for five hours and I just have like three patients after this like dang. And like, I've done do a lot of documenting. Before. Um, no, she has the thing. Maybe they have it there too, but it's called dragon where they can just like dictate their notes verbally. So yeah, that was interesting. That Steph, too. So I like, how but are you? I was like, how are you I doing I'm that? freaking so well. made me do like a lot of the notes. She like, I think hit, I did most of them. She didn't really make me like, do good? any <laughs> of the notes. I'm sure eventually cause you she, she talked it. about me getting login stuff. So I'm sure eventually like I got I'll login stuff today. Yeah. So, yeah, I yeah, I got one of... stuff, and I was doing the notes, and I was like, "I don't know if this is good, but here you go. <laughs> I think I'll do fine. I was like looking over what like my c i was writing, and she seemed kind of like straightforward to the point. probably can say stuff better than I can, but we'll mm-hmm. see I think that might Anything wrap else? up uh the episode. Yeah. I guess one other thing someone asked if we are observed or if we're doing stuff by ourselves for our clinicals. Um, The whole thing is that if you're a student physical therapist, you have to be observed by a physical therapist. Is it, uh, it's just on-site supervision or is it direct supervision? On-site supervision. But obviously it needs to be like within like your comfort level and they trust you with the patient, stuff like that. So for like me, for example, the PT was in the room. The entire time that I was doing stuff. If not right next to me and the patient. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. If you have any other episodes or episode ideas for the future, make sure you go message us or comment on our Instagram at according to. And we will keep those in mind. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.